and City Market should not have had a balloon computer glitch. Uh, I was like 15 minutes trying to write a check. Um, so anyway, I'm sorry I was late. I, please forgive me. Um, but that special message of Thanksgiving is for you. <laughs> Linnea, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> so you probably wondered why you weren't in the loop. I knew. <laughs> And we couldn't have a celebration without food. And uh, so we just wanted to thank you for all your years of service in music ministry and sound booth and work days and just whatever was needed. And uh, wouldn't be a celebration without some gifts, too. So, Chris, make a mother. <laughs> Carry these flowers out, will you? Those are for Linnea. Ah, can't turn the closet light out. I don't know if we got the card out of the drawer in the green chest, did we? There's a card that probably people would like to sign if anybody would remember to give it to them to sign. <laughs> So hold this for a second, Bill. <laughs> and we have a flower for each of you guys. Maybe somebody else wants to help me pin this that's on, the other one on. Okay, put it on your sweater here. Well, I don't know if I did such a good job. Maybe somebody will help you repin it, Rachel. Ouch. All right, sweet girl. This songwriter. It was an amazing song. Thank you for sharing it with us. I'm glad we got to be the first audience to hear it. I don't know if your sweater just holds up better than hers or what. All right, so um, the rest of the morning has you in mind, and, uh, and then there will be food at some point. <laughs> so thank you. surprise anybody else but we surprised me <laughs> all right so let's pray over our offering kids you are staying upstairs today so it's family celebration day all right let's pray over this offering oh you can come out we don't want to trap trap you back there Matt thank you for being so patient Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for 
how you take care of this church, how you provide for our needs. We thank you for each person that calls this church their home. We thank you that this is a body of givers. And we pray that you just continue to uh, stretch us in that, encourage us in that, and in your word as well. Thank you, Lord. Bless this offering, and may it be, may it bring you much glory. Amen. Usher. I don't need this jacket. I found you one. <laughs> Can I get some guys to help me move the pulpit? Linda, will you hand me my water? I'm going to need it. I can tell. Perfect. Thank you. So a few announcements this morning. Um, just want to... Wanted to let you know, we're going to be doing a canned food drive for the month of November, non-perishable items. I put a list of what they need and can use, which is pretty much anything non-perishable, uh, on the bulletin board. You can check that out. We'll have a table set up in the back next week. And at the end, we're going to give all of it to the food bank at Eagle because they bless our community, and we want to be able to keep that help keep it stocked in a little bit of a way and, and bless our community, too. Um, so please be sure and check that out. Um, Thursday night, 6.30 is play practice. Next weekend, who knows what that is? Daylight savings time. <laughs> Fall back. The good news is you get an extra hour of sleep. Hallelujah. Um, so I just wanted to let you know about that. So let's go before the Lord in prayer and we'll get to the word. Heavenly Father, I just thank you and praise you. I thank you for this special morning of celebration and thanksgiving. And uh, I just ask that your word go forth with power and anointing and let it not return void, but accomplish all that you desire it to. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Sheila Barber shared something recently at a women's study, and I thought it was so good I told her I was going to steal it. And I am, right now. She said that uh, she used to feel like she spent her time serving time like a prison sentence, but that Jesus had done a, a new work in her and that now she looked forward to spending her time serving. So how do you view your life? Like you're serving time or spending your time serving? Since we're spending this morning um, honoring Bill and Linnea for their service, I wanted to briefly share this morning about service. The Bible is full of people who served. Joshua served as a military commander, a general, a warrior, who led the people to take the promised land. Samson, too, as you know, was a warrior. He helped the Israelites with many battles against uh, their enemies. They were victorious because of his strength. And his final feat he even accomplished while blind. Daniel and Joseph served God as captives in foreign nations and helped uh, point others to the one true God. Moses, he was a reluctant leader, a little hot-headed, a little tongue-tied, but he became a man who spoke with God face-to-face, -face, who interceded for our wayward nation when God wanted to wipe them off the face of the earth, and he became one of Israel's greatest leaders. Noah was just a man trying to do the right thing. He was willing to build a boat 
even though no one had heard of rain, and he was willing to become the first zookeeper and a floating zoo at that. How'd you like to have that job for a year? Abraham was a 75-year-old who was willing to go on a road trip with God as his GPS. He wasn't really sure where he was going. He was just trusting to follow after God. Nehemiah started as a servant in Babylon, and then he served as a builder, and then he served as in a ministerial role, helping Ezra to bring the nation of Israel to a place of repentance. And then he served in a government role as governor of that new nation, reestablished nation. Paul was a Hebrew scholar, groomed for the Sanhedrin, who switched sides and then wasn't trusted by anyone on either side for a while. He began the first missionary journeys, and he became a role model for church outreach. Fishermen and a tax collector became evangelists and apostles, church leaders who faced opposition, imprisonment, threats, and for most, a martyr's death. But all were willing to spend their time serving because God got hold of their life and made serving him a life worth living. I want you to note that God used them in spite of physical limitations and handicaps. He used them in spite of age or reluctant attitudes. He used them in spite of captivity or hot-headedness. He used them in spite of inability or lack of knowledge or poor education or limited social status. He chose them and he used them because he found in them submitted hearts, submitted lives. People who said, here I am, send me. For some, he used their natural interests and God-given talents. For others, he trained them up and led them into their positions. Bill's natural interest in music is what made him want to serve on the music team. But I think he would be the first to tell you that God, God greatly stretched him. Uh, and... Uh, because he was willing to serve, and God promoted him. Linnea has always looked for ways to serve. In fact, I think she started helping in the sound booth just to not only help the church, but to help support her husband's ministry and, and her daughter's involvement. She served where there was a need, and sometimes that's what we have to do, serve where there's a need. Not necessarily the most glamorous position or the one you like the best, but because there's a need. You might serve in the same way for a long time, but God will advance and promote the faithful. He will stretch you. He will probably, like Nehemiah, even move you around and have you serve in different ways. I've served in the church since I was 16. I've done just about every job, almost every job you can imagine. They have not made me tech person. Take note. Galatians 6, 9 through 10 says, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. When you serve the body of Christ, you do good to the body of believers. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10 says, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. 
and this not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can, can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus. Look at that next part. Why were we created? To do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. He has something for each of you to do. Some of you might feel, well, he kind of left me out in the gift and ability department. No, he didn't. And you know what? He can train you and give you the equipping for anything that you need to do. Whenever we look for workers, it isn't the, necessarily the most skilled. It's who has the heart. The heart we can't give you. The training someone or God can give you. Each of us is supposed to be serving in some way. We all have good works to do that God has appointed for us. Many in this church already serve. If you serve in, in, in any capacity in this church right now, would you stand? Don't be shy. We want to thank you for your service because we as a body could not make it without your service. So thank you. And others have not yet stepped up, maybe because they haven't had opportunity yet, or they felt like they don't have special abilities. But God has equipped you. He is calling you. He has appointed you. And God will use you if you have a surrendered heart. Hebrews 10, 24 through 25 says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Wow, we're not only supposed to serve, we're supposed to encourage others to serve, to how can we spur them on to love and good deeds. Let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. We see the day approaching, don't we? We see that the end times are, are we're in the end times. And what are we supposed to be doing? We're supposed to be encouraging each other to good deeds and to service and to love. Hebrews 13, 15 through 16 says, through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name. See, that's what Bill has done all these years, is help us in that way to praise and, and confess God, to honor God, to glorify him. But the next verse says, And do not forget to do good and to share with others, for with such sacrifices God is pleased. When you serve, it takes sacrifice, doesn't it? it takes time that you could be doing something else with. It can take time away from your family. It can take time away from your entertainment. It can take time away from sleep. <laughs> right? But God honors those sacrifices of service. And your act of service will not only serve others, but it can inspire others to serve. Mark 10, 43-45 says, Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. You know who said that? Jesus. He's saying, I didn't come to be served, but to serve. Well, Jesus sets the bar, doesn't he? He's our example. He came to serve and not be served, so what does that tell us? 
Revelation 2.3 says, and these are Jesus' words to the, the church at Ephesus. You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name and have not grown weary. Part of verse 2 in the verse above, he says, I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. He's recognizing them. Later in that passage, he reprimands them for a few things, but he's recognizing their service, their faithfulness, their perseverance. And guess what? All service takes some perseverance, doesn't it? Because you know what? Serving isn't always fun. It isn't always rewarding. If you're serving so only to get recognition, you won't last. You've got to be serving God, whether anyone else is watching or not. So don't grow weary or leery of serving. Let serving God and serving others stretch you, perfect you, shape you into all that God has for you and all that he wants you to become. Because if you want to be mighty in the Lord, service is part of it. It's a big part of it. And it's how he eliminates some selfishness and other things from us as we serve. There's a story from uh, Swindoll's Ultimate Book of Illustrations and Quotes. It said, Bruce Thielman, a pastor of First Presbyterian Church in Pittsburgh, told of a conversation with a member of his flock who said, you preachers talk a lot about do unto uh, others, but when you get right down to it, it comes down to basin theology. Well, Thielman asked, basin theology, what's that? The layman said, remember what Pilate did when he had the chance to acquit Jesus? He called for a basin and washed his hands of the whole thing. But Jesus, the night before his death, called for a basin and proceeded to wash the feet of the disciples. It all comes down to basin theology. Which one will you use? When it comes to serving others, will you wash your hands of the whole thing and leave it for others to do? Or will you, like Jesus, be willing to roll up your sleeves and get your hands dirty, no matter how mundane or menial the task? Bill and Leah have been willing to get their hands dirty and to roll up their sleeves. They have served in a variety of ways over the years, and we are grateful. So we're here today to honor them and to say thank you. But let their years of service inspire you to serve as well. And will you join Bill and Linnea and Sheila in spending your time serving? So here's my challenge for you this morning on this Richardson Thanksgiving Day. If you're not serving, will you pray about serving? It's for your benefit. Does the church need you? Yes. Does the body of Christ need you? Yes. Are we missing your gifts and anointings if you're not serving? Yes. Will it also be good for you? Yes. Will it also stretch you and mold you in ways no, nothing else can? Yes. Will you be frustrated and discouraged at times? Yes. Will the benefit far outweigh whatever price you pay? So that's my challenge as we think or as we thank others for serving to think about how are we serving 
And are we serving with the right attitude and with the right heart? Here's a, here's a hint. This wasn't even in my notes, but I feel like I'm supposed to share it. If you're serving and you get to the point where your attitude is, I have to serve, you better step down. Or give yourself a talking to. Right? Because your attitude should be, I get to serve. Hallelujah. Now, I can't say my attitude has been 100% perfect in over 20 years. But overall, it is my privilege to serve. And you can tell the difference when somebody has to serve or they want to serve. And people are watching how you serve. So serve them well. Short and sweet and to the point. And if you are just itching to serve, come see me. We will find something for you to do. Hallelujah. Um, at this point, we have a slideshow presentation.
Well, as you know, sometimes showing these slideshows becomes a complete nightmare and has been kind of for the last two days. Um, so I'm so glad we were able to not miss that. And um, Kristen and Tina put that together. Tina, that's amazing. I think you have found your anointing. <laughs> um, with a little help from uh, pictures from Darlene and I and uh, some that Tina had. So, um, But thank you. Thank you for persevering and hanging in there and getting it to play. Hallelujah. Because I know that actually just even once they had it done, it took, it took longer probably to make sure that it played than it even took to put it together. It took hours to get it to play. So thank you very much. Um, right now what we're going to do, uh, just make sure I'm not forgetting something. This is Bill's favorite part. It's food. So we're going to pray, and then um, if people can just kind of help us, there is a cake downstairs, there's, uh, we need a knife, if people can kind of think of whatever it is that we need to finish getting ready, ah, I forgot the cheese for my soup, rats, um, we have cheese, I, well, I had cheese too for my soup, but I didn't bring it, um, let's see, Um, once we're all served, then the plan is we're going to have an open mic. We'll have this mic on. Once everybody's served and seated, if you have, uh, and I'm telling you now so you have opportunity to think about it for a few minutes uh, while we're getting everything ready and serving everybody, um, there's going to be two lines, one on each side of the table, so it'll go faster, okay? Uh, there's butter downstairs, too, that needs to be brought up, and then... There'll be opportunity for you just to say thank you to them, for you to share a funny story. I know there's lots of them. Um, and so it'll be just that time to say thank you. And of course, we want our guests of honor to go first once we're ready. So let's pray, and then when it looks like we're ready, we'll announce for everybody to start. Uh, there's a little bit of Margaret's green chili downstairs, so um, we'll need to bring that up too. Um, anyway, any questions? Oh, we might only have one line. Can we just unplug those cords and shove them under while we serve? Let's do that. All right, so let's pray first before everybody gets up and starts doing stuff. Let's just pray. Everybody freeze. Okay. <laughs> you servant's heart to you. You're all ready to go. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, we just give you the glory this morning, and we thank you. We thank you for special kinds of celebration. We thank you for times when we can slow down our schedules to say thank you to the faithful who serve us. And, uh, Lord, we pray that this morning be a blessing to the Richardson family, and we thank you for all the great food that has been brought. Bless it to nourish and strengthen our bodies, and thank you for the hands that prepared it. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so let's just get everything set up, and uh, then we'll have open mic.
Okay, can I have your attention? Good morning. The last, as people, and feel free to go back for seconds and thirds, and there's cake, and so make sure you get something of everything. Bill, so everybody wanted to make your favorite. I realize you have lots of favorites, so if you don't go home full today, we're going to need a wheelbarrow to push you out the door. <laughs> well, I, th I think the first time I met Bill was uh, at a food event, imagine that. Uh, Valentine's banquet and uh, he was infatuated with Linnea and we were trying to decide if he was good enough for her <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so uh, but he seemed like he fit right in and he uh, was at home right from the beginning because we were serving food so um, and it, that's been a lot of years ago hallelujah so if we've uh, and I've watched Linnea grow, finish growing up, so it's been fun to see their family grow and the girls grow. And gosh, Kayleen, you just blew us all away with that song this morning. So that was amazing. So now is opportunity open mic time. So anybody else, I'm going to leave it on the pulpit. Just come up as you have something you want to share or uh, say. Hey, Bill and Linnea. <laughs> Bill, what stands out in my mind when you were learning to play the keyboard, when you said, I don't even know how to play this, I'm just learning. And uh, when I spoke with Pastor Vicki, she said, I bet Bill would like it if you made some green chili. And unfortunately, it kind of spilled in front of the church. <laughs> So there, there was a little, they salvaged some. But you know I've always loved you just like my kids. You guys take care. <laughs> Actually, I have something I want to share. Imagine that, me, you want to talk. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to cry. <clears throat> the first time I walked through the doors of this church several years ago, I was in a really broken place. And the first person I remember seeing was you, Linnea. Can you take it away? I even remember what you were wearing. <laughs> and it was like, wow, she's so beautiful. Look at her. But it's not just your outward beauty. It's your inward beauty. Really that shines through. And you have been a very great friend to me. You're somebody that I know I could call any time to laugh with or vent with or pray with, and I really appreciate that about you. And I love you guys a lot. <laughs> I love you too, Bill. Wherever you are eating.
testing, testing, one, two, three. Now, I just want to say, Bill, Linnea, your whole family is so inspiring. I've only been in this church a couple of years, and you guys are the ones that have inspired me the most, our pastor as well. But, I mean, you make me want to be a better person. Your, your kids love you. Your friends love you guys. And I uh, just hope that I am able to spend more time with you guys because you guys are just such an inspiration. I love you guys big time. Thank you for just being great friends. Thank you. Next. Come on. See if I can do this without crying. Well, the last like three or four years, I've gotten like really, really close with all of you. And Wow, Stephanie is uh, catching herself. Uh, I've known Bill probably more than 25 years. I don't, I can't even remember. He lived across the street from me, and uh, I've watched him grow up. I've watched him go in the Navy. Watched him get out of the Navy. <laughs> He's worked for me. I've totally enjoyed working with Bill, uh, and like Frank said. He and his family is an inspiration and a great example of a Christian life. And I just recently watched the movie Courageous. And Bill, you are a great example of that movie. Uh, it is inspiring very much. And probably I'd like to leave you with this one thought. Probably one of the greatest honors a man can have is when I've talked to Linnea, when she speaks of Bill, she speaks with respect and love and admiration. And I don't know what else a man would want. And it just flows right out of Linnea. And I got to tell you, it's, it is something I, I cherish. And Bill, the music team, the worship music has, has done what it's supposed to lead us into worship. And uh, for years, it's, it's done, uh, bless my heart, truly. And I get to stand in the back and watch everybody and people raise their hands. I wish, I wish the men of this church were like the women of this church. <laughs> in, in the freedom that the women share in worshiping, I wish we had that same freedom. <laughs> I know. 
but they'll thank you so much for the years of devotion you and your family have given to this church. I truly, truly appreciate it. You know, Bill, I've known you since, I don't know how long, since you were a teenager, I guess, you know. And I was in the music uh, ministry with Bill, and we had a lot of fun while I was up there. And then I had that accident, and you know, but I love you, Bill. You're, you're a good buddy, a good kid to know, and I wish you all the best in the future. May God stand by you all the way. Love you, Bill, Lene, and your kids. One thing that sticks out in my mind is, when we were in the other church, we would go to music practice. You and your kid, which were like two kids playing hide and seek in the church while we were trying to practice. <laughs> I'll always remember that, Bill. I'll always remember that. You're awesome, guys. Okay, as I was saying, um, you guys have like really helped me start to come out of my shell, and it's just been awesome. Like, whenever I get to hang out with you guys, it's like you guys don't even care. Like, I could be exactly myself, burping or like farting, doing whatever, <laughs> and you guys just laugh about it. Like, I don't have to worry about doing something stupid and it's just awesome and I don't know I just want to thank you guys for everything you've, you've done so much and I love you guys a lot Now it's my turn. <laughs> okay, I just want to thank most of all the, the church for having this for Bill and Linnea. Boy, it's my honor and pleasure. You know, when, uh, Linnea, when we used to tell Linnea when she was growing up, you wait on God, God will bring you somebody. If this ain't living proof that God answers prayer and God is amazing and he loves all of us and just a wonderful, Bill is a wonderful father, a wonderful uh, son-in-law and uh, more, most of all, he's a great person, you know, and we love him, and the great things are coming to you guys, you know, because they that up, wait upon the Lord, you know, will get rewarded, you know, and uh, Bill is an awesome father, awesome uh, uh, worship leader, and he, there's great things coming. Uh, Kayleen, just a, a great uh, songwriter, she's going to be our you know, a great songwriter, and, and we're going to do, I'm enjoying playing with them and, the, and here in the worship, I just had such a blast with, uh, I, can, I couldn't ask for anything better than to be able to play with my grand, granddaughter and my son-in-law and the worship team, and we're going to continue to just be blessed in this church. Thank you.
Okay, so I am so honored and so blessed to serve with you guys. Um, coming back into a church period was um, a challenge, but coming here, I know a lot of you guys feel exactly the same. It is home. It, it is family. And uh, My daughter feels at home, too. <laughs> um, it has been so much fun um, and so exciting to just find that piece of me and have you guys help nourish it and bring it back to life. And um, thank you for everything. I am so blessed to have got to be under your leadership and get to serve alongside such an incredible young woman. And I can't wait to see where God takes you guys um, because it's going to be amazing. I know it will, and we can't wait to hear all about it. And um, while you guys are still here, we're so glad <laughs> we get to still have you guys a little longer. Um, but just thank you for everything. It's been really awesome. Good morning. I am going to pick on an air. <laughs> I keep hearing Bill, but I think Linnea is great. Um, one of the things that I know about Linnea is that she is an amazing woman. You know, I heard her once give a Bible study at a women's Christmas get-together that we had, and I saw something in her that she doesn't know it's there yet. And, um, and I know God, God's going to bring the right tools, the right people, whatever it is, to bring that out of her very soon. It is amazing, Lenny. You are an amazing woman. And Bill, you know that saying that says, behind every great man? Woohoo! That's right. <laughs> no, you have been great too, Bill. You have been a blessing in our lives. And I remember, you know, when the boys were here and... You know, they were in the worship team, and, and it's been, it has been a blessing all this time. And I also do believe the Lord has amazing things for you. Um, I was telling my husband on Saturday, I was having this dream. It was Friday night, and God wakes, even in the midst of my dreams, he uh, prays, uh, his spirit prays through me. And I was praying for you guys, and it was amazing. It was, it was a spiritual thing, and God was doing something that day that I'm not sure. It, I know it'll come to pass soon, but you guys have been a, a true blessing in our lives. And, um, and Linnea, don't hold back. Don't hold back. You got it in you, and I love you guys. We love you guys. Okay, so um, I grew up with them. Kayleen's like five, six months older than me. And they live just up the street, so my mom and my Nina Darlene were always visiting, so my Aunt Tanea would come over, and I grew up with them, and a lot of fun. I mean, Uncle Bill helped me kind of get over my fear of dogs with Sparky, I remember that, pitting me down on the floor. 
Kayleen taught me to tie my shoes. <laughs> and I always thought Antonia was fun, but then lately she's been picking on me. Um, I love you guys a lot, and I know I'm not perfect, but you guys are always there with open arms. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I love you guys a lot, and I don't know what else to say, but. <laughs> my goodness, where do I start? <laughs> um, I just want to let you know, Linnea, that I totally agree with my sisters here in Christ that one thing that comes to mind is when we all got to go to your mom's house and we all sat around and you said, everybody's got gifts and anointings, but I don't. And I thought, God, she doesn't see what a blessing she is. And when Pastor Vicky called you up here, and you and Rachel walked by, I just saw such a humble heart. <laughs> and I thought, God, that's what we need, because that's when you can use us the most. And so you are right where you need to be. And as much as I would love for you guys to stay and be selfish, I have to be happy that you're going. And for Bill, all I have to say is thank you. You helped me come out of some of my shells that I had uh, held on to. And even now, you're still helping me. You just don't know it. And so I'm so excited what God has in plan for your family and for the girls. And I'm just waiting because that little Rachel, there's something powerful there. She just doesn't know it yet, but I'm just waiting. And I know that God has put such an anointing on Kayleen. And I know that... God himself is looking down and saying, well done. Well, Bill and Linnea, I'm really proud of you guys. I watched you guys grow in the church. You started even there before I did. Um, and I remember, I remember a lot of things that I can't all put into words. But what I remember, I think it's really cool that um, I got to be with Kayleen and Rachel because um, they came in after my kids, and they were always very. Took Rachel a little while to warm up, but now she's she's part of me, just like all the kids are part of me um, that that come down into Children's Church. So I'm really honored that. They're a part of my life. And I know that, you know, I got to serve with Bill and Linnea because we're department heads at the church. And Bill is always the voice of reason. I mean, we would come up with all of these ideas and things that we want to do, and we count on Bill to be the one to go, okay, now, just wait, wait, <laughs> wait one second. So we always count on Bill to be that stabilizing force. So we didn't get in over our head. We, we still jumped in and did things, but it was always with that anchor. So I always.